This episode is brought to you by Health IQ. Health IQ believe the best way to improve the health of the world is to celebrate the health conscious through social and financial rewards. They have used science and gathered data to convince insurance companies that health-conscious people, including cyclists, deserve lower rates in life insurance. Health IQ have helped tens of thousands of people secure billions of dollars in insurance coverage. For a free life insurance quote, visit healthiq.com speed. Again, that is healthiq.com speed. And now, on with the show. Because people like to lie, Richard. It's a war of all against all. The history of humanity is a book written in blood. We're all just animals in a pit. And I feel very sad. Fucking Gilfoyle. And we are back. Episode 165 of the Speed Metal Cycling Podcast. The least professional, least knowledgeable, least informed podcast. And that is a quote ever. We are at speedmetalcycling.com. There you can find old episodes. You can find links to all our social media. You can find a way to get a hold of us where it sends me an email in my email inbox and stuff. And then I read your email and then I ignore it. Um, What else is there? A whole bunch of other stuff, including coming this week will be the Cliff Notes, where it explains all our inside jokes throughout the history of the podcast and all that stuff. But anyway... I'd like to thank the people who make the podcast possible, including, of course, ourselves, because without us, there would be no podcast. Our listeners, of course, because without you, there would still be a podcast, but nobody would be listening it, listening to it, especially especially our Patreons. And Health IQ, healthiq.com slash speed, like the drug. I am your host, Dan Skull Crusher, and today is an all testosterone fest. Klaus and Mike are here with me. Mike, how are you doing, sir? Better than Klaus with a fanny pack full of jazz drives. <laughs> how many jazz drives would you be able to fit in a fanny pack, though? Just just the one? One right? jazz drive and several jazz discs. Discs. But, I mean, so what, like maybe, what, four gigs worth of jazz discs? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and Klaus, how are you doing, sir? I am a ditto drive, which is bigger <laughs> than a jazz drive and thus better then <laughs> but the ditto, <clears throat> the ditto the problem with the ditto though is that it was an actual, it was a tape so i think that it you remember how the how the how the zip discs had like the huge the problem with the click of death where they yeah. would just refuse to like eject and go and you would lose everything in those mothers um i would think even though i never had a ditto that the problems with the ditto would be way worse because there would be like more moving parts I'm sure. By the way, should we explain that we're talking about data backup systems dating back to the 90s and late 80s or something? Like if somebody doesn't know, if somebody doesn't know about the I Omega systems of storage uh, in the 1990s, they I don't think that they should be listening to this podcast. <laughs> That's right. Can we agree on that? If somebody yeah. <clears throat> if somebody didn't have at least one zip disk be erased by the click of death, uh, then you don't need to you don't need to be listening to this podcast. Also, should we <sighs> just tell listeners that because it's an all-male show where all three of us are lifting weights and uh, yep. fixing our trucks and what else? Stop, talking, the about, taping. talking about muscle cars and and, uh, and data storage <laughs> in the 1990s. There's nothing manlier than talking <laughs> about data storage from the <laughs> mid-90s. That's what we do. When the guys get together, you know how we do. <laughs> yeah, we get some lemonade ready and we talk about data storage in the 90s. Yeah. How sad it was that we thought it was great. There was 100 megs. Uh, yeah, we already measured penises. We already did the curls and uh, we already talked uh, – Football. Well, we talked about the, the upcoming draft. We talked about the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And, uh, and now we're ready to just, we're done doing all the manly shit. Now we're moving on to cycling. <laughs> right? Right? Listen, I thought about, I thought about something. Uh, I, I, many things to talk about that refer to basically last 
last week's episode alone. I mean, we can probably spend half of this episode talking about half uh, last last week's episode, including. Why? I don't know what I why because I don't know because I there's a lot to talk about. But first, I don't know why I didn't think about this with the Hammer series. I know exactly what the Hammer series is. You guys remember? No, even better. Although actually, both the thing that you just said and the thing that I'm about to say actually have a common thing in there. They have something in common. Um, the XFL. <laughs> For those who may not know, either because they're too young or because they're not American, um, everybody is, is familiar, of course, with the National Football League, the NFL. <clears throat> in the 1990s, uh, around the same time that the Zip Drive and the Jazz Drive were around, um, Vince McMahon, who owns still to this day uh, WWE, you know, wrestling, started a league called the XFL, Extreme Football League. And it was a football league, and there was football teams, and it was called I forgot football. that that's what the X stood for, which is oh, such a yeah. perfectly 90s, like, extreme sports. and Exactly. I'm sure, I'm sure there were, and all the names of the teams were, like, the Outlaws and the Bandits and the Ass Kickers and just ridiculous things like that. So they were, like, normal teams. They played with the football roughly overall the same rules but you would get bonus points for like hard hits and uh like there was like no kickers or something and like two quarterbacks or some stupid thing didn't like they that. encourage that the players could date the cheerleaders or something like that I, I don't remember anything specific about that but uh it wouldn't surprise me i was because my life has been so weird and i've done so many weird things i i was very close to a lot of people that worked in the XFL through different things. I actually worked very closely with a guy who was the head of uh, PR for, um, not, not, not of PR, but of uh, the press, like a press officer for the XFL. And he was like, it was a nightmare trying to explain to a real sports writer from like the Washington Post what it was all about. Why would there, should there be extra points for hitting hard? And, you know, all these like silly rules they made up just to make it cool and extreme and Mountain Dew and and yeah I think that that's what the Hammer series is the Hammer series is the XFL it's like the same sport but made cool so that it could be on TV and be like and they really thought that the XFL was gonna actually take the NFL down so that's one thing another thing that I wanted to say was that about last week's episode, is that remember towards the end, we said like, oh, you guys should uh, email us, like just your majesty. There was a ton of emails <laughs> with like just your majesty or like referring to your majesty, whatever. So in total, there were 27 emails. <laughs> wow. Which is quite a few. 27 emails calling us your majesty. Uh, a lot of them going a little bit farther and making fun of Natalia a little bit, but she's not around, so I'm not going to read them because she can't defend herself. Um, and then also also more than a few tweets that just said, Your Majesty, and that was it. So the and power meanwhile, of it, the original test who I intended it for, it did not work. What was his name? Aaron. Oh, Aaron, you suck. Oh, right. If you're listening, Aaron, this is your second and last chance. But wait, wait, wait. Did you see him between now and between then and now? Because if you didn't see him, then he uh, never got a chance to call you. Yeah, that's true. Your Majesty. That's well, true. now this proverbial cat is out of the bag. So now you're That's screwed. right. That sucks. Oh, well. Hey, um, uh, kits, speed cycling kits, uh, both styles and the base layers and the gilets and everything are available. Again, we're doing a second round of pre-orders. So check it out at starlightapparel.com. Um, you can go ahead and pre-order those. It'll be awesome. And um, also for the Patreon peoples, uh, for our Patreons, uh, we're interviewing Mike soon. I was supposed to interview Mike on Friday. But I couldn't because I started getting my tattoo worked on. And the girl that is tattooing me was like, um, do you want to stop now? Because I don't have anybody scheduled after you. So do you want to stop now and then come back again? Or do you want to keep working and just get it done? And I was like, oh, God. I like, hate how does that tattoo. make you feel? 
about where you stand and priorities. <laughs> no, it's not. It's it not fun. that I. It's not that I that I that I think that Mike is less important than me getting tattooed, which he is. But that's not what made. It's just <laughs> the idea, the idea of just like, all right, I'm gonna sit here and just be miserable for just a little bit longer, which is like two and a half extra hours, and then just be done. You know what I'm saying? Just so I'm done with my left arm, finally, and I just I hate 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 getting tattooed. Hate it very very much. Uh, but anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, interview Mike for our Patreons here uh, pretty soon, so you guys will hear that soon. And also the all the um, the rewards the rewards are, are coming. Soon. I actually just got the stickers and they're getting ready to go and then the t-shirts are on their way and all that stuff. So, all right. Patreon.com slash cycling if you want to check that out. So, we've had the Dauphiné and the Tour de Suisse is almost over. But the Tour de Suisse, nothing has happened. So, I don't know that we will, we will be talking about that much at all. But the, the Dauphiné, something interesting happened in the Dauphiné. In the Dauphiné Libre. Um, don't call that, it that. Listen to this. Listen to this sample and tell me this is not funny. I uh, afterwards I'll, I'll give you my thoughts. But hold on. Bauhaus gonna get it. Oh, big surprise! The youngster buries it. Bauhaus takes it. My goodness, the art movement from the 1930s reconstructed, it seems, in the form of a fabulous, fabulous push here. <laughs> he, while talking about Bauhaus, the sprinter, he brought up the, the art movement from the 1930s. What? And then deconstruct it. What? Listen to this. It's hilarious. Bauhaus gonna get it. Oh, big surprise! The youngster buries it. Bauhaus takes it. My goodness, the art movement from the 1930s reconstructed, it seems, in the form of a fabulous, fabulous push here. <laughs> Phil Bauhaus. <laughs> reconstruct. Wow, I missed that. The Jesus. Thing, the only thing that would have been better if instead of like. Refer- like referencing Bauhaus, the the art movement, he would have referred the the like the band, <laughs> the, the Bauhaus, the band. Then, <laughs> then it all would have been good. Isn't that totally weird that he, that's where or, he went? Well, I love. Well, what if he had instead mentioned the uh, do-it-yourself hardware store chain in Germany? That oh, would be better. <laughs> well, no. To Germany, be fair, is it Germany, an art movement? It was a school of art and architecture. No, that's yeah. Well, that's well. Hmm. Would I consider it an art? But for movement? a cycling race, I will take it. That's close enough, and that's the greatest cycling reference, <laughs> like reference <laughs> ever made in a bike race. <laughs> I knew you would appreciate it. Um, but I think, like I said, mind. it would have been amazing though if you would have referenced the band. But you're right though. Germany's answer to Home Depot is also called Bauhaus. Uh, it's also a bad font. Oh. <laughs> Depends on how you use it. Uh, I've made very, very, very nice logos using um, using it. Okay, so here Wikipedia refers to Bauhaus as a German art school. You see, so they consider themselves an art school, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, you could argue, you know, that those people are unified under a certain, but that's neither here nor there. That. I think that's pretty amazing and super I, funny. I, I think it's really good that Carton Kirby had the knowledge and be able to just like slip it in like that. Like so like it seemed almost like scripted. Like he, I'd already thought about it. I don't know. Wonderful. I was pleasantly surprised. Thank you very much, Mr. Kirby, for giving us a little bit, a little bit to smile and whatever. So the Dauphiné, and ends up being that Jakob Fuglsang actually wins it. Biggest win of his career by far. Richie Port comes in second. And uh, Daniel Martin comes in third and beats uh, Froome uh, off the podium by one single second. He went from eighth to third. Did you hear what he said? He said, I wish the Tour de France would start tomorrow. <laughs> Is that what Daniel Martin said? Yeah, because he clearly <laughs> feels good and he's like, this, I know this seems weird that I'm doing this well. It's weird to me too. Like, I need to go now. 
Is it okay if the, if the Tour de France starts right now, but then I start with the same difference to everybody else behind me in the Dauphiné right now? <laughs> yeah, okay? like, can it continue? Because, all, yeah, you're right, because that's the other thing. He'd be like, not only am I feeling good, apparently Chris Froome is not ready, so let's do this, like, today, now. Contador is not doing good. Look at me. <laughs> it was a great last stage. One of the best stages that I can remember in any stage race. Uh, recent memory that includes probably all the way back to last year's tour, maybe. And I don't know the Giro. Last, well, yeah, maybe two years last year's tour. Unbelievable ups and downs, and Aru and Valverde and Contador and Dan Martin and Fuglesang and like people up and down and attacks and up and Froome is good and is bad and like wow that descent. Uh... That was the one with the very narrow, dappled roads. Uh huh. Right? It was the really sketchy descent. Ah, uh, this is the descent. Oh, Let me see what happened. Well, there was two descents. They were, they were, they were a big deal. One of them was the one where uh, Froome attacked just over the top and dropped. That's the first time he dropped Richie Port. Um, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep. That descent. There was two or three points at which I was cringing and almost had to look away. The road was super narrow. And I mean, how much, how many bike races have I seen? Like, I don't, normally I'm like, wow, that's dangerous. I wouldn't do that. But I'm on TV, it's on TV. I'm watching. I don't care. Okay. But it looked super bad. I have two questions for you. First, uh, how do you think that Goga uh, reacted to this while doing commentary for Colombian television? She actually passed out. She passed out. And second, really, really, how many bike races do you think that you have seen? Oh, my God. Does a stage count as a race? I would think so, yeah. I mean, just based on Grand Tours alone, it's got to be, I don't know. Like, how, many I, think, <laughs> how many do you guys think you've watched? Jeez, I don't know. I was trying to do the math, but I know that I, I have an external drive somewhere around here. With just one day classics, I save a whole bunch of one day classics. So I can, whenever I want to, I can just watch the 1997 Pyro or whatever. <laughs> and those alone, there's probably, I probably have like, uh, no, let's say 300 of those, right? So you figure each year, fudge, I, it must be somewhere close to 10,000. Oh. <sighs> Guys, sorry. I am going to have to take a break. Because you're going to go and calculate how many races you've seen in your life? <laughs> no, because the landscapers just got here. Hold on. You can cut this out. Cause... No, it's, it's, that's fine. We're not going to cut it out. No, hold on. I have to like go talk to them. No, go ahead, bro. Out. But Dude. also because Emma's going to start barking like crazy and just... there's no getting her to stop. Dude, no problem. So, Just mute yourself and then go take yeah. care of your business. Meanwhile, okay, I'm, so I'm ignore me and I'll be back in a second. All right. uh, we, we always ignore you. Okay, okay, so I'm trying to do the math here. So 20 stages of a Grand Tour, right? Times three Grand Tours, right? That's 60 races a year. Uh, on and off, I've been watching cycling Grand Tours since the 80s, but... All three Grand Tours I've probably been watching since probably, let's say, 20 years. That's That, that alone, in, in stages, I'm probably somewhere around 2,000 stages. Let's add another 1,000 in like one-day races and stuff. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say that I'm, I'm, I'm probably somewhere around 5,000 bike races. And I still know shit about the sport. Isn't that awesome? It's amazing. It's amazing. Did you watch the Dauphiné, Mike? No. How you should watch that last stage. I will. I am telling you. Fuglesang and Richie Port have that stage for both of them. I mean, it's un freaking believable if i were their mom i would actually grab those stages and then cut them out of the newspaper and put them in like a separate not in the regular thing where you put all your kids like achievements i would put it in a separate album in a separate like uh what do you call those things where the ladies cut things and paste things um scrapbook 
scrapbook. I'll put it on a separate scrapbook. And it's too bad that Natalia's not here because I actually wanted to talk about the women's tour of um, of whatever, the OVO women's tour. Because I was going to actually ask her if she knew how Kate Middleton did. <laughs> Since she hates the, the royal family so much, I'd be like, hey, um, yeah, I watched the race. The race was pretty good. But uh, how do you think that Kate, Kate Middleton did? Did she, did she do well this, this year? And I have a feeling that she doesn't know who Kate Middleton is. <laughs> so she'd be like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Let me go. But maybe she does. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it'll be really funny. Uh, also, Natalia is in Colombia. That's why she's not uh, here with us. She's visiting uh, her parents. Oh, you know what? This is interesting. And Mike, you actually may, may know this. I never even thought about it. While I was watching the, the women's tour, the OVO or OVO women's tour, they mentioned that the feed during the race, like the the feed zone, was on the left side of the road. So you have to take the bag with your left hand as opposed to your right hand, which obviously mm. they do in Europe. Is this always a case when they race in England? I mean, I it just seems kind know. of it sounds kind of retarded to me that the British would be like, "Well, we drive on the other side of the road, and therefore this is the way that it is." Uh, yeah, ninety percent of the peloton is not from here, and they would appreciate it if you did it on the regular side of the road. Well, nope, we're not going to do it. You're going to drive a mini, and you're going to put a poofy hat on your soldiers, and you're going to get your feet on the left. It just seems kind of odd and weird. Ah, dude, well, that sucks. That's because I wanted to really fucking go in-depth into this race, and I'm guessing if you didn't watch the Dauphiné, you did not watch the... The OVO Women's Tour, which I actually watched. I did not watch. It was actually not bad. It was, it was fun. But like we talked about last episode, it's like 10 women and they win everything. Every jersey, every stage, every everything is just the same women over and over and over again. And so it's kind of like, I'm not really that exciting. I don't know. I don't know. Whichever. I just, I wish... I, you know, obviously, I wish um, women cycling the best, but it just sucks when when uh, when something like this. Just like now, I'm like, all right, dude, I'm ready. The doors are wide open. My eyes are open. My heart is open. <laughs> Impress me, and then they just fall short because of something that I thought would never be a problem, which is the fact that. All the races are the same, so all the riders are basically they, they they all race very similarly because that's all the racing they do, and therefore it's just you never see like some random girl from a random team like go on a break because there is no breaks, which is just bizarre. I don't know, I don't know. I it's growing, and I hopefully with with that growth will come a little bit more of. Um, Diversity, um, but no. Nah, anyway, Mike, you didn't mm. watch. You didn't watch any of the races, so let's talk about Silicon Valley. Did you watch the last episode? The, uh, that was Sunday. No. Ah, uh, it was amazing. I saw. I saw an interview with the cast where uh, Jared, whatever the name, the actor's name is. He says that the way that he's always looked at the show is as a family show where uh, Bachman is the father, kind of like the absent father. And then he is the mother. And then like everybody else is the kids with what's his face. The main guy being like the favorite kid. But right. I, once I started looking at the, at the thing like that, I was like, hmm, that's cool. And then he was like, uh, Gilfoy may be the cat or something like that, like the pet or something. <laughs> Oh, God. I love that show. If people don't watch that show, you guys definitely should check it out. It's called um, Silicon Valley. It's This is the fourth season now. And, uh, and then I had a friend of mine said that she watched the first couple of episodes and there wasn't enough women. In it. That's why she stopped watching. That's true. There aren't enough women. But that's also true in the real Silicon Valley. Well, exactly. That's what I said. But then she, I mean, rightfully so, said that doesn't necessarily mean that they, don't, they shouldn't have women. I'm like, yeah, but... 
why would you say that show is no good because it doesn't have women? It's like when saying it does, there's, it's like saying there's too many dragons in Game of Thrones. It's like saying there's too many men in Sex in the City. What? No, it's not. That, no, there's not enough men. Or there, is there too many men? Is that what you're telling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Sex in the City, a, a, a show that at the time presented itself as being like so feminist, and now you watch it and you're just like, oh my god. Why would you watch it now? No, my wife is watch rewatching it from the because it's great. <laughs> my wife, thanks, Lars. Uh, my wife is rewatching it from scratch. Oh. Whatever. And I I heard and I was like, could you please rewind that? Because I want to make sure that rewind whatever you call it in digital terms. And it said something like, uh, "This is not verbatim, but pretty close to verbatim." The job of a single gal in New York is to look for a man and hopefully he's husband material. And I'm like, oh my God, that's, that was that show, man. Like that's, that was supposed to empower women for ridiculously stupid, like women looking for guys and like going gaga over guys. <laughs> gaga. <laughs> Klaus, are you back? I, I'm kind of back. Yeah. Kind of? Kind of. I might be muting myself from time to time. Okay. <laughs> it's complicated, guys. <clears throat> hey, listen, speaking of complicated, you want to hear something really complicated? Uh, I'm going to be I'm going to be in Portland soon. So, anybody from Portland? Hala, hala. That's complicated going to Portland? Uh, dude, you have to get on an airplane and fly there. It's Portland. Off. Maine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really complicated. I'm driving to Portland, Maine. There's no highways that way, you know? Uh, no, yeah, I'm going to Portland, Oregon. Uh, at the end of July, so holla at me. Holla at me. We, we have a boatload of listenership in, in Seattle. I mean, geez, I meant Portland. Well, in Seattle, too. No, yes. Yeah, Seattle, Maine. Ah, oh, Jesus. Ah, you know what I'm talking about. But, okay, listen, Klaus, did you watch the OVO women's tour? No. Uh, it was, it was My crazy. life is complicated. No, I know, I know that. Sometimes life gets in the way. I, I, dude, I totally understand. My life is not very complicated because I was sick, so I wasn't doing shit. So I just, like, basically laid there and watched a lot of, a lot of cycling. Sex in the City. And Sex in the City, of course. Um, especially the episodes with that... Uh, the guy from, um, what's the name of that movie? Uh, with Jennifer Aniston, where they're in the um, office space. Office space. You know that guy from Office Space? He was one of the boyfriends in Sex and the City? No? I remember that. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I don't know what the dude's name is, but uh, it was good. No, listen. Are you getting paid by HBO and you didn't tell us? Uh, <laughs> Wait, yeah. There was a reference to Game of Thrones, yeah. Sex and the City. Right. We started Silicon with Valley. a clip from Silicon Valley. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is very suspicious. No, there's a new show starting on Sky for the Brits over there uh, called Riviera that looks pretty good. It stars, uh, what's the name of that girl, that blonde girl with uh, 10 Things I Hate About You? What's her name? Sarah Jessica Parker? No, 10 Things I Hate About You. The movie with uh, the Joker guy. Um Come on, you guys. I'm, 10 Things I Hate About You, one of the awesomest that, movies of all Wasn't that a TV show? No. 10 Reasons for Dating My Daughter? What? What are you talking about? Julia Stiles and Heath Ledger. Oh. Oh, yeah. That movie was filmed in uh, Tacoma, Washington. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah. It was. Um, which is close to Portland, which is complicated. Oh, yeah, the hot girl was uh, Larissa Olyanik or whatever her name is, and she's not really that hot anymore. Just so that you guys know, in case you were wondering, hey, Hmm. whatever happened to that girl from 10 Things I Hate About You? Never seen this movie. Oh, really? You should watch it. It's a rom-com? Oh, it's a teenage movie from the 90s. Yeah, it's like a teeny movie kind of thing, yeah. But it's really good. Heath Ledger, I fell in love with Heath Ledger watching that movie. I really Hmm. did. People are like, oh, Heath Ledger was so good at the Joker. I'm like, dude. Please watch ten things I hate about you, and then and that then movie, shed a tear. Mike, that movie's super realistic. I remember that there's a scene where, in order to distract the teacher, a high school student flashes her teacher. 
So, I, yeah, you remember how that used to happen in high school all the time. Teacher, teacher slash soccer coach. Hmm. And what about when Heath Ledger, like, gets the marching band to accompany him to, like, serenade the girl? You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. You'd be like heaven to touch. I want to hold you so much. At long last love has arrived. And I thank God I'm alive. You're just too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. You thought last episode was bad. You have no this idea. Is the we should just cancel this episode. Without Natalia, we don't know what. I know yeah, the HBO, yeah. the HBO sponsorship is gonna. No, that's only last listen, one episode. Listen, I told them we would go for a full hour. All right, if if we don't go for a full hour, we don't get our money. What other TV shows from HBO do we contractually have to uh, uh, bring up? But they said they said any. Beep. They said don't don't. I just like hey, there you go. Beep. As long as you do not bring up any Showtime shows, they're fine. Billions. Billions. Twin Peaks. Oh my god. Oh, Twin Peaks. All right. I gave up. Guys, I'm sorry to tell you this. I gave up on, on Twin Peaks. Way too weird. Um, I got tired of waiting for shit to like start making sense. I'm done. Sorry. It's sorry. David Lynch. Oh, no, uh, oh, yeah, of course. And I didn't expect it to make sense at first, but eventually. And no, 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 no. Listen. Oh, and in the last episode or the one before, Mike brought up that tour to pharmacy or whatever. Uh, yeah. cycling thing. Is that on HBO? I think it is. I think, Sweet. yeah, yeah, that's it. Actually, I have a press release right here. <laughs> no, no, no. Have that, you watched that, the trailer yet? I watched the trailer. That's no, I, I watched the trailer when we first talked about it, and it still aggravated me. I don't know. I just, I don't like the idea that they're going to make fun of cycling again. Like, why does mainstream media need to make fun of? Because like, what? Because that's what we. What do you? What? That's what no. we. That's a press. <laughs> But we do it. We don't do it on HBO. We do it so that, like, not yet. A couple of, not yet. A couple, of, a couple of random goons, like taking their kids to school or doing their chores at home, can listen to it on their iPod. You know, we don't, we don't do it on HBO so that like everybody's gonna be like, oh, and then like my mother-in-law, oh, I watched that TV show about cycling. cycling. How do you like the fact that Lance gets to be in on the joke now? I know, yeah, right? exactly. That even. Oh God, that's a little funny. No, that's stupid. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But I'll still watch. So they got my money anyway. Uh, uh, I may have to get HBO a, a few months before normally because normally I just uh, get it for Game of Thrones. I guess I'll have to do it otherwise. But anyway, listen, guys, we have the Tour de France just around the corner. There is no other big races um, unless unless you count the tour of the under twenty three tour of Portugal as a big race, uh, there is no big races from now until. Um, What's the date? One of the dates. The tour. Wait, 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 wait! First of all, have you talked about the Tour de Suisse special sound effects? No, no, that's right. Oh my god! I'm glad you. I'm glad, Klaus. Yeah, because. The before the Tour de France, important things are happening that we must not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how this happened, Klaus. You don't happen to have a sample of that, do you? Um, I can. Uh, yeah, I can pull something up. Hold on. Yeah, because if I play something on my computer because of the way that my shit is like uh, wired, you guys won't be able to hear it, much less the listeners. But let Klaus, me see. Klaus Let caught this one this during the, and, and this is actually, hey, Klaus, while you were gone, I think I did the math, and I, we're probably somewhere around 5,000 cycling races. So if... It's very likely. Yeah, oh. so that many, that many cycling races allows you, it, 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 it sharpens your senses so you can catch something like this happening on a race. Yeah. So did you guys hear it when I just played? Could you hear the audio? No, I did not. 
Okay, let me see. Oh, how am I going to do this? Sorry. Put it in, fix it in post. Fix it in post. Here. Let's, uh, let's try this. The rider's uh, struggling a little bit now. It's that false flat that brings you up towards the hill. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, and here's the Come thing. The camera on. is on the riders, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it fades out into a shot of an eagle in the sky. And right, or a falcon and he, or something. I don't know. And Some... right then, he goes, And it's a slow-motion shot. So my question is, did the director know, hey, at some point we're going to find some kind of crazy bird up in the sky that is going to be amazing, falcon, raven, eagle, I don't know shit about birds, whatever, one of those crazy ones. So let's have a sound effect of a bird animal, hued, so that we can you know, play it right when the camera goes there. Is that what the director did? I mean, he might I, have. How do you have that sound effect? Not, it doesn't... What? I, I mean, think of it... <sighs> We're overthinking it, but that's the point no, of this whole no, podcast. No. <laughs> because if you think about it literally, what happened was the helicopter, because it has to have been from a helicopter, the thing is high up in the air, was flying, and I guess they have a boom mic that sticks out 300 feet... And they were like, oh, this will be a perfect time. And on cue, this bird of prey made this sound. No. And then he references it like instead of talking about Bauhaus, the art movement, he goes on to talk about aerodynamics. Should I play that so you can hear the whole thing? Well, no, here's the thing with aerodynamics, that part about the aerodynamics. I understand why that happens because – Oh, yeah, because he had to yeah, explain why like, they have sound like, effects now. I'm sure, I'm sure that he is thinking, how the, how the hell do I what, – what the hell just happened? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, play it again. Play it again because I want okay. to hear this, the. Little... I'm gonna try. Did this happen in the XFL? What would you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is Eurosport. It's stage two, final kilometers. The file is on YouTube. It's uh, I I mean this will, will mean nothing, but uh, it's uh, 27.2 kilometers to go. Here I go. I'm gonna play it. Inside a minute now, and the gap is shrinking rapidly, and the cakes are flying. It's uh, not that wind, much wind out there to fly a kite in. Today, I tell you what, it's pretty still here at the finish line. And the main field, and there are lots of riders uh, struggling a little bit now. It's that false flat that brings you up towards the hill. <laughs> what the hell is that? Perfect aerodynamics. So... All I could think of was the introduction to the Colbert show. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Were you watching this live? No, no. On they, YouTube. Could have, they could have put this in post, fixed it in post. They, they could definitely have fixed it. But why would they fix it? They broke it in the first place on purpose. Mm. That's ridiculous. And so all of a sudden I start to think like – you know, sometimes, you know, there's a dog on the side of the road. They zoom yeah. into a dog and the, they should just have like, woof, woof, woof. Exactly. Because, it, I mean, listen, listen. I produce, Cows. I produce, edit, direct the show as we do it. And I have just a few drops. Valverde. You know. Valverde. Here and there. I can't like. It allows for behavior because people like to lie, Richard. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a war of I don't have. Valverde. A crazy bird sound, just in case there's a yeah, bird. But you will. <laughs> now I now I have to. Now I have to. I, have to go I mean, <laughs> in the Tour de France, when they show a tractor, are we going to hear tractor sounds now? Yes, perfect. <laughs> nope. I think we should just have the helicopter sound overlaid over this entire podcast every time nope. we do it. <laughs> nope. The helicopter's idea is not bad. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would Perfect. actually be pretty good. Like, it would be like, hey, we're doing the we're doing the weather while we do that podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's good, that's good, that's rich. I'm glad that you remember that, Klaus. It's also funny that as soon as you came back from your little break, you were like, hey, have you guys talked about, like, <laughs> you're so excited about the it. important like, stuff. I hope I didn't miss the chance to talk about <laughs> And just when you guys are talking, uh, 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 we'll just add some bird sound effects. It'll be calming. Here. Oh, nice. Perfect. Oh, thanks, Klaus. That's really nice. I don't – I mean um, the other one I was thinking of 
is uh oh. just jungle sounds monkeys mm. i mean where does it stop <laughs> how did that person know that there was going to be an eagle and and then okay there's so many questions how did that person how did the director know there was going to be an eagle there to have the eagle sound ready okay that's question number 1 question number 2 what prompted him it, what makes him think that it's a good idea hey let's add some sound effects like you said what's next the cow, they show the cows like what are we talking about here this is insanity this guy if, uh, i hope he got i hope he got fired when they show a chateau and they talk about the wine regions will we hear samples from the movie sideways <laughs> I don't know. Next next oh, Thursday right. on HBO at 9 p.m. <laughs> That's right. Yes, 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 yes. Cha-ching. <laughs> uh, every time we mention HBO or an HBO show, we get $250 in the bank, tax-free oh. for the podcast. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, oh, you know what? Actually, I had said that there wasn't any like super important races uh, before the tour. That's not true. Actually, the Giro Rosa, the, the women's Giro d'Italia, starts on the 30th of June of this month. So, I mean, I guess that's... But as far as men's racing, it's uh, July 1st through the 23rd Tour de France. So I think the next episode, um, I'm thinking that we're probably going to skip one week and then have mm. the next episode the week after that. Uh, 26th. <clears throat> Yeah, unless unless something ridiculous happens, and I don't know, like Jakob Fuglesang comes. Fuglesang means bird song. Oh God! <laughs> he, should, he should get bird sounds <laughs> every time. Yeah. Every time he's on camera. I promise right now that I am going to get some birdie sounds ready for next episode, and I'm gonna play birdie sounds throughout. Is anyone gonna is anyone gonna mention Frankie? <laughs> oh, oh, too soon, dude. Too God soon. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was interesting that the that the bottles that Astana made had Frankie on the bottles as opposed to Scarponi in the bottles. Because I mean, oh, they had hmm. special bottles for the Jira. Yeah, yeah, they were. They had like oh. like limited edition special bottles. Oh, I mean, while I think it's nice and it's a very nice, it's also weird that they're just gonna throw them out. Well, that's just like here. Let's 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 put a photo of this bird that reminds us of our friend on a piece of plastic that people are just gonna throw away. No, I I I just don't like. I think that maybe they thought that putting Scarponi's face was like in bad taste. Yeah, However, yeah. these are like people from Kazakhstan and Italy. Neither of them known for their taste, but hmm. No, I, I think know. it was very tasteful. Yeah, actually, it was re- it was really really nice, and just the fact that he had like Frankie on there and stuff. So, yeah, that was nice. That was really nice. Also, did you guys see Jakob Fuglsang's uh, celebration where he did the no. belly? Because his wife is pregnant, so he did like a belly. Like he was uh, he lifted his left yeah. hand, left hand up, and with his right hand, he made like a belly. And Cotton Kirby yeah. thought that he was playing the bass. He was like, hey, look at him. He's yeah. playing the bass. I was like, uh, that doesn't even look <laughs> no. like he was playing the bass. I think he got paid by Chipotle. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, like he had a belly himself. Yeah, like after you eat a burrito. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Man, that's a crazy, crazy, crazy stage. I really, really, really do suggest it to anybody. Watch that race. Like I said, Fuglesang and Richie Port, even though he lost the race, had monster stages just a monster and if they both bring it like that to the tour de france this is going to be amazing because it's not going to be the room show uh and i really hope that it isn't so in different interviews Froome has been asked because he's the go-to guy like who are your be- you know biggest rivals or whatever and he's never mentioned quintana i wouldn't either because I, I think he knows i mean did you see the length of the first time trial Good Lord, Quintana's going to lose like eight hours. <laughs> don't be exaggerating. Do 14 minutes. Oof. Yeah, no. It's like, it's like a Tony Martin stage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oof. 
<laughs> like uh, it's gonna be rough. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think that after did any of us really think that Quintana was gonna be able to pull the double? He did. <laughs> any of us people that actually know you know what i'm saying what what does he know yeah i mean he wasn't gonna do it there was no way there was no way he was gonna do it uh yeah but i'm looking at the at the calendar right now and i say that we skip the 19th and the next time we record is monday the 26th so the next episode will come out either late the 26th or early the 27th just letting everybody know because otherwise what are we going to talk about i mean we could talk about data storage we could talk about HBO television shows. We could talk about... Yep, yep, yep. Hey, wait. Oh, my God. Wait a second. Sex in the City was on HBO, too, right? Yeah. Of course. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. What about The Sopranos? Yeah. Yep. Of course. What, about, what was the one after The Sopranos? The, like the, it was like a, some Western TV show or something. Deadwood or something. Was it Deadwood? Deadwood. That was great, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Westworld. There you go. That was good. But, guys, how good is HBO Go? <laughs> that oh, service you know what you know the thing about HBO mm. Go it gives you the flexibility to watch HBO the way you want to oh, so great <laughs> and how much better is it than its competitors oh please uh, Netflix get that stuff out of here no 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 mm. no no. Mm-mm. actually mm. uh, yeah Netflix for me went downhill with uh, Iron Fist that shows uh... Netflix went down when they stopped doing uh, DVDs by mail <laughs> hey i dude i when i first started uh like doing netflix in like 2001 or 2002 there was no other way to do it it was just dvds it yeah of course awesome looking at the queue and like shuffling yeah when you want it you'd kiss live in vegas dvd to come Oh, that was good. That's good. That's good. So anyway, HBO.com. You guys got to check it out there. HBO.com <laughs> slash Speed Metal Cycling. <laughs> How great would it be if we could really get some HBO money? That would be awesome. You guys should check out uh, a meticulously ridiculous preview of TJ Miller. Uh, meticulously ridiculous. He's a new stand-up uh, <laughs> special. where. Uh, John Oliver will be covering British politics uh, this Sunday at 11. <laughs> or American politics with a British twist. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You know, one way or another. But listen, the, 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 the new trailer for the new season uh, of Game of Thrones is up. I don't know if you guys have seen it. You can definitely go to hbo.com slash uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. Listen, guys, unless you guys have anything else cycling-related, last time around, last episode, we gave people an extra 10 minutes, right? We took an extra 10 minutes last time, and now we're giving you guys 10 minutes. It's like a one-hour snow delay for school? Exactly. We thought the podcast sunk last episode. It's been unbelievable. The reaction, seriously, that I've gotten towards the, that we got from that episode was insanity how much people liked it. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to read one of the emails. Um, do it. Where was that uh, email that uh, I sent? I sent in your inbox, inbox, right? It's in my inbox somewhere, yeah. But uh, sorry, that was my mic. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to read it because I suck at reading. But uh, basically, I'll just tell you that it was our friend Stephen who sent us a story about his wife and him. Um, mountain biking um, after uh, jumping over a couple of fences, being told by a bartender nearby that it's okay to do so. Um, and they were, they were mountain biking when they saw, actually, of course, the, I mean, who else but the Queen of England herself um, driving around in a uh, Land Rover with, of course, a big, uh, what do you call those when you have a ton of people around you? Um, an entourage, uh, <laughs> if you will. And then, you know, drove by and, like, waved at them. And then his wife referred to her as Queenie. So he gives uh, Natalia an alternate uh, title to call Her Majesty when she sees her, since, for whatever reason, Natalia refuses to call the Queen. Her Majesty. So thank you very much, not only to Stephen, to everybody that sent uh, emails. We requested people to send emails just with a um, subject line 
to your majesty. And we got plenty of those. So thanks for everybody, not only for sending the emails, but for actually sticking around to that episode, which was horrible. So I hope that people are sticking around to this one too, because this one is pretty bad. Brought to you by HBO. Which reminds me, in Marin County, you know, north of uh, San Francisco, there's a fire road that a lot of mountain bikers used for like a really long time. And it turns out that the land now belongs to James Hetfield, singer of Metallica. And he does not allow people to cut through there. They put up like a barbed wire fence and stuff. So I like the fact that you can ride your bike that close to land and uh, land that probably belongs to the queen, but not James Hetfield will not let you. Because James Hetfield is royalty of another type. Of another kind. I'm sorry. He's Steven. American royalty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Steven, I'm sorry. I totally messed up your your, your story. It, he's he's he wrote it a lot better. I just suck at this shit. I'm sorry. But anyway, this reminds me of that film, The Queen, by Stephen Frears and Helen Mirren, uh, this Friday on HBO at 8 p.m. Yes. <laughs> you mean Oscar winner Helen Mirren? Correct. Mm. Yes. She wins so an Oscar for everything she's in. She, she, everything. Just for showing up, she she wins an Oscar. Um, well, okay, yeah, that that's all I had was that story, and it was like a complete buzzkill, and because uh, very anticlimactic, because I suck at reading, and I because you said we were going to be done ten minutes early, and then you spent fifteen minutes reading the email. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. We'll see you guys. We'll see everybody in 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 two weeks. Don't. Don't forget about us, all right? Two weeks, and then we'll see you then. Mike, will you be there? Nope. All right, Mike, then we won't see you. Hey, hey, we're out of here. Peace. Flat that brings you up towards the hill.